Listeners, thank you for joining me in the inaugural episode of the Tag Talks Business Podcast. In the coming weeks and months, I look forward to speaking with a diverse group of business professionals from throughout the 757. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming a good friend, fellow Lead Hampton Roads alum, and business development manager with the Portsmouth Economic Development Team, Jessica Biddenball. Jessica, welcome to TED Talks. Hey, thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for doing this. Um, you are the first of the series. Oh, man. No of what, pressure. No of pressure. what hopefully is a long series. <laughs> so uh, thank you for again for coming on. We're going to take a quick, just seconds long break, and then we're going to get into some questions that uh, highlight not only this past year, but the last few years, and also overview uh, what your plans are for the upcoming year. So. Thank you again for coming on. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Take Talks. First of all, Jessica, congratulations on a successful 2019. I know as of this t recording today, we don't have the exact numbers, um, <laughs> but uh, having been to uh, a handful of your end of year events um, and talking to your team, um, you guys obviously had a really successful year. Um, and to your credit, um, and, and so that the listeners know, um, this has been about a, about a three or four year process for for you and, and the entire team. Um, so can you explain a little bit about how that process has worked over the last few years um, and give the listeners an, an idea of, of what that rate of success has been in the last probably 36 to 48 months? Sure, so um, we, are, we are very fortunate here in the city of Portsmouth to have built up and seen some pretty incredible momentum and some really incredible return on that momentum. Um, we have great energy here, we have great progress, and like you said, that's that started uh, several years ago, um, really with the, the introduction of our, our director, Mr. Robert D. Moore. Um, he took over the team um, end of 2016, early 2017, and at the time, um, Mr. Moore was here with our executive assistant, Ms. Lee Ogilby, who's been with the department about 20 years now, um, who's just a phenomenal asset. And they hustled, they hustled very hard, and um, at that time, the department really wasn't tracking a whole lot. Um, but they started tracking things and those numbers ended up being about $8 million for the year. Um, fast forward to 2017, still just the two of them and they were, they were hustling, they were working hard, they were trying to bring in better projects, more strategic projects, more focused projects and um, expanded to more targeted industries. Um, and that went from that eight million that was the first year of actual tracking um, into forty four million. So eight to forty four. Eight to forty four. With two people. Um, two people. Wow. Um, so some really astounding growth. Wow. Uh, so the following year, 
Director Moore was able to bring in an assistant director. So that was the first year that assistant director Brian Donahue was on the team. Um, he was also able to bring on business development manager Armand Smith. Um, so two additional team members growing the team. Obviously that brings in um, some strategic value in being able to work more projects allows both Director Moore and Assistant Director Donahue to work on a more strategic level, work better projects again, network better, um, do some better business traction, those sorts of things. Um, so in 2018, uh, again, advanced uh, a little over doubled and brought in 104 million for wow. that year. Wow. So again, some pretty phenomenal growth. Um, can't share the 2019 numbers, but I joined the team in early 2019, um, reset some of our narrative, reset some of our branding, and um, with a team of five, we're looking to grow, but with a team of five currently through the year of 2019, um, we were able to see some double digit growth and improvement again. So um, really excited about that our stay of the city is end of may so we'll have all of those numbers firmed up some of them have been shared as preliminary numbers already um but i won't put those on recording yet i'll save those <laughs> for our leadership to share but it was truly a record-breaking year and we are so grateful for the momentum and the partnership of all of our business community and we we couldn't be prouder of it that's wonderful that's wonderful so besides just Obviously, the, the, the extra boots on the ground make a huge difference. I mean, anytime you go from having um, what at the time was 80 hours a week of, of beating the streets to having 160 hours a week, that just by nature is going to be a big plus. But were there any additional strategies that Mr. Moore instituted that you felt like really made such a huge difference um, in Portsmouth? Um, that maybe was unique to what had been done or um, what was it that was just that that driver it's a great question and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, director moore really looks at things a little bit differently um, we don't do things that have always been done um, so the whole phrase of it's always been done this way does not exist in our <laughs> office. We, we are a pretty young team overall, um, and we're also a very passionate team. Um, we, we encourage dissent um, and we encourage debate. And if there's ever a thought that it could be done in a better or a different way, or somebody has an idea of, well, why don't we try this? Or why don't we talk to this person? Um, that's always encouraged. And gotcha. there is absolutely no one that we won't have a conversation with. Every single person that walks through our door or calls us, we have that conversation because that's right. how things happen. Relationships matter. Yeah. Um, and that's something that you'll hear Mr. Moore say constantly is that we work based on relationships and we get things done based on relationships. It doesn't matter if that relationship is today or in five years. Yeah. Um, he's known Brian Donahue, who's now our assistant director for I think 15 or 16 years. They worked together in the city of Suffolk yeah. years ago as planners. Yeah. Um, 
and now they're working together here in the city of Portsmouth in economic development. So um, we never discount any sort of relationship. We never judge any sort of relationship on what it could be um, because we never know what it'll develop into. Um, and I think understanding that we don't know how things will develop and we will talk through any idea or concept and um, give it airtime is a really big part of that. Nice, nice. Um, well, it's obviously proven successful. So <laughs> w w whatever that mix is, uh, uh, Mr. Moore's done a great job of pulling that together. And to your point about um, about kind of reaching out and doing some things that are a little bit different, um, being willing to kind of uh, break a few rules. Um, in mid to late uh, 2019, uh, your team did some some marketing and branding changes. Um, I was lucky enough to be at, at the one of the announcements for that, and and I can tell you uh, with. Somewhere around about 20 years of marketing background myself. I I was thoroughly impressed um, To me anything new and fresh and, and exciting is always fun. I think change is great um, Can you talk a little bit about those marketing changes and and I know it's been somewhat short term since they were instituted but can you can talk about some of the response you've gotten with that and and what was the driver there as far as what was the primary priority for doing that and, and both short-term and long-term? Sure, yeah. Um, so Portsmouth has an incredible story to tell. Um, so I, I personally moved to Portsmouth um, about two years ago, and at the time I didn't have any affiliation with the city. Um, I was working for a marketing and communication firm, private side, and at that point I decided I wanted to pursue some um, contracts with the city because I just fell in love with it. We, my husband and I, we bought a house here. Um, it's just a beautiful, charming, diverse, quirky, um, I could use all of the adjectives. Um, <laughs> Brian Stevens would be so proud. Um, Oprah would be proud of Unapologetically all of proud. Right, all of these adjectives. Um, but I, I fell in love with the city after doing some, some business and some exploring here. And that turned into eventually when I was looking for a professional change, um, I had met Mr. Moore at a business event and I decided I wanted to join the Portsmouth Economic Development team. Um, I'd never worked for a public entity before. I had obviously supported government contracts before and um, decided that, you know, stacking those skills a little bit differently and sitting on the other side of the table would, would probably be okay. <laughs> um, so I had that love for the city already. I knew a lot of the story yeah. and I had the passion for the story already. I saw it from that lens. Um, once I joined the team and realized that the team here had that same love and passion and enthusiasm for it, it made it really easy to start cultivating that image. Yeah. And part of what drove that brand reset 
um, because it, it wasn't a rebrand or anything like that for the department. It's really just a, a nice reset to show folks that we are here, we are listening. It's 2020 because at that point it essentially was. You know, we were in, I think, Q3 at that point, and, yeah. you know, you blink, and it's already the next year when you talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, welcome we, to 2020, by uh, the way. Right? Welcome yeah. to 2020. Yeah. So, by the way, it's basically 2021. <laughs> um, but we wanted to make sure that people understood we were being proactive, because so often when folks think about Portsmouth or business in Portsmouth, unfortunately, they think about things being in the past or mm -hmm. struggles or they think about some of the rumors that they've heard that are unfortunately kind of unkind or they think about obstacles or you know insert unpleasantries mm -hmm. um, and that's not the case Portsmouth is a really thriving small business community no we don't have big box stores but we don't want them we have these really beautiful boutique-y scenes we have a really awesome high street that is a true downtown area that isn't um this box or cookie cutter it's not something that's stale that has been manufactured it's something that's been here for hundreds of years and it's awesome yeah. we have these different sections of town that have their own individual story and we have these small business owners that have been in business for 50 or 60 years. We have individuals that have all of these different strange stories of projects that they've been on, but nobody was telling that story. Yeah. And we default to some of the, the nastier or the less pleasant things that we hear when nobody is telling us the nicer things. Mm -hmm. So. The reset and the refresh was really more about resetting um, and shifting some of those images and some of that perspective and giving us the platform and the foundation to uh, do a better job at giving that information out. Because yeah. we have a great story. The information is there. It's one of the hardest things um, as a marketing or a communication professional is having to come up with content. Mm -hmm. But here, there's all of the content in the world. Yeah. It's just finding the time to tell it to everybody. Yeah. So it was really about establishing the foundation of a website that could handle putting out video or uh, social media platforms like building a LinkedIn that we could use to share things with people yeah. um, and being able to tell that story a little bit better in a way that was accessible because accessibility is a huge, huge issue here. And for our listeners, if they want to go to the website, the website is? www.accessportsmithva.com. Wonderful. Well, and I can tell you, um, I mean, we got to know each other before I really got to know as much about Portsmouth as I have. Um, so most of my experience had been from the outside in, even though I've been part of the Hampton Roads community for such a long time. Um, and I can tell you the word that keeps coming back to me when I talk to people about um, Mr. Moore, uh, his team, um, the people that I work with, at least within the business community in Portsmouth, the word that comes to me is passion. 
there's a passion there for this city um, and this community that I think, at least in the time that I've had to spend with um, Portsmouth Economic Development, with um, much of the leadership, uh, with Portsmouth Partnership, there's a, there's a passion there for the city um, that I don't want to say it's necessarily unique to just Portsmouth, but it's different. Each mm -hmm. city has its, its different personality in addition to our regional personality. Um, but that one word that keeps coming back to me with Portsmouth is, is passion. It's mm -hmm. the passion for their city um, and their community that I think um, part of that passion is being seen through the marketing and branding efforts that you guys have developed. So. Um, kudos to you for that um, and, and congratulations on that. I, I hope that continues to grow and, and be successful. Um, I, I can tell you in, in today's day and age, ironically, as we do a, a purely audio podcast, um, video is, is huge mm -hmm. and I can tell you that from the outside looking in, I can tell you that's the thing that I've seen the most. Is, mm -hmm. is, it's one thing to tell a message, but it's another thing to show that message. And, and that's something that, that in the last six months, your team has done an exceptional job of, of sharing that message um, in text, online, but especially on video and, and putting a face and a community with, with a name and a, and a location. So congratulations on that. Um, we're going to take a quick break um, and then we're going to be right back. Uh, we've talked a little bit about the past. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the future. So uh, for listeners, we'll be back in, in just a few seconds. Welcome back from a quick break. Um, thank you all for staying with us. Um, <clears throat> so we've excuse me, we've talked a little bit about the past. So let's talk a little bit about the future. Um, tell me a little bit about what you all see in the coming months, the coming year. Um, what are some of the challenges you're facing? What are some of the great opportunities that you have challenging? Um, I know one challenge in itself with, with economic development and, and Mr. Moore and I have had this conversation multiple times is um, you always have to kind of be careful as an economic development team of what you can or can't say. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so while as much as you and I are good friends and, and uh, we get along so well, I know you're not going to tell me all your <laughs> top secrets so that I can throw them out to the world. Um, but do give me a little bit of background on some of the challenges you do see going into the year, whether it's for just Portsmouth or, or as a community as a whole. Um, and some of those opportunities that you're, you're really looking forward to as we head into 2020. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's funny because I, I get asked a lot about what the challenges were as I moved from a private marketing agency over to city government. And definitely the hardest thing was not anything cultural. It was having to get used to keeping my mouth shut because <laughs> I was um, so used to wanting to tell everybody everything. And um, that's certainly, it, it can't be the case now because yeah. there's there's so much that needs to be kept under wraps for 
so many different reasons, yep. you know, um, NDAs and negotiations and development agreements and all of that sort of thing. So, and can you get into that? Not not to take too much time with it, but for people who who hear that, especially in the business community, people hear about things that are coming up. Can you give a, just a quick overview of what is it that that can that can prevent an economic development team from being able to kind of announce something that, that obviously they're very excited about, but there's some limitations to why they can bring that stuff up? Sure. Um, so without getting into the, the nitty gritty too much on it, um, so economic development teams are privy to information on deals that are happening between say a private developer and an owner of a restaurant or a business or other organizations and quite often those deals are not set in stone until they're set in stone and any information that is leaked about that could completely wipe away that deal so um, for example and this is completely hypothetical um, if we were and I'm going to use an amusement park because this is something that would not be coming to Portsmouth because we simply don't have the land no Ferris wheel <laughs> sorry um, so if we were trying to build an amusement park on 150 acres and I use 150 acres because again hypothetical we don't have the land yeah um, and we were talking to an amusement park developer and we had them sitting at a table with um, somebody that was trying to sell them the land but there was somebody else bidding on it and some of those details were to get out um, before a deal was signed you know there was ink on paper or you know pixels on a screen however it happened now yeah. um, because some people do business a little bit differently so it can be up in the air um, a multi-million dollar sometimes billion dollar deal could be completely trashed because details got out or because the wrong person called the the developer or somebody voiced their opinion in the wrong way. Um, and unfortunately, we have to be very aware of things like politics. We have to be very aware like media links. Um, we just have to be very careful and cautious of all of the details of projects that aren't ready for um, for the public because privacy is a big deal when you're talking about anything from million dollar deals all the way down to deals that are only a couple of thousand dollars. Um, because when people are doing business, that's a very personal thing, even though it is business. Mm -hmm. um, and we wanna make sure that we're protecting their privacy and we are doing right by them. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, sorry for getting off on a little bit of a tangent, but uh, but like I said, I, th I think that's it's something that not everybody necessarily knows. And, and sometimes when projects pop up, um, some you, you'll hear people say, "Well, gosh, we didn't really know a lot about that." But there's obviously there's reasons for that for mm -hmm. the sake of everyone involved. So, thanks. Thank you for explaining that. Great question. Um, so, so what are some of the challenges you see going into the, the new year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think one of the challenges that Portsmouth will continue to face is that we are, we are a pretty built out city. So, so Portsmouth is small by comparison to other Hampton Roads localities. So we're, we're somewhere around 33 square miles and um, 
for anybody that is listening that doesn't know, we, we are only about 47% taxable. So a lot of our land here in Portsmouth is um, not taxable due to defense land or military land or churches or religious assemblies. So um, what we work with from a development standpoint is fairly limited. So we have to be pretty strategic when we think about development, redevelopment, adaptive reuse. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a challenge moving forward no matter what. Gotcha. Um, this year, 2021, et cetera. Yeah. Um, Another challenge that we will continue to face, and hopefully it'll get easier as time goes on, um, is what I mentioned earlier, is just the, the perception of Portsmouth and making sure that people understand that Portsmouth is a really wonderful place to be. We have a lot of things going on. We have a lot of really wonderful things happening. We have a lot of amenities. Um, we're great place to do business and Portsmouth is ready to help facilitate business, large or small. Um, we have the team in place to help folks. We have the team in place to get things done and we have the leadership that is ready to do that. Um, but we have to make sure that people understand that story and that narrative and aren't held back by some of those misconceptions or, or former narratives that they're used to hearing. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, so those are, I would say, the, the biggest two is making sure that we don't get trapped by those two. Um, I think I'll leave it at that for, gotcha. for 2020. Okay. Um, wonderful, wonderful. Um, and, and are there any, uh, again, you, there, you have to be careful about what you say, but are there some opportunities that, that you think um, that, that you're really looking forward to heading into 2020? Um, any changes, not, maybe not just through economic development, but just through the city as a whole that you feel like are kind of show a positive trend heading into the new year? Absolutely. So 2020 is going to be a great year, not just for Portsmouth, but for the 757. I think that we are all understanding that regionalism is very important. Um, Portsmouth is doing some really incredible things with um, offshore wind, doing some really incredible things with medical marijuana and cannabis and um, other renewable energy besides offshore wind. And then casino gaming is obviously going to be very big for us this year. Um, so those are all really big opportunities. But um, I think this year is going to be just a, a really big game changer for the region as a whole. For Portsmouth specifically, we're looking at some very large projects that are going to be affecting every single uh, individual piece of the city. Wow. So even if you ride around right now and it's you know January 3rd, um, we are excited to see activity in all of the different subsets of the city. That's and that's, that's probably going to continue throughout the year. It's yeah. nice to be able to say that we have activity happening in all parts of the city. It's not just downtown, it's not just midtown. It's all of the city and there's actually dirt moving. It's not small things, it's big stuff. We have a Wawa going in downtown, we have a Starbucks going in at Churchland, and then we have small businesses that are really working to redevelop some of the older buildings that need some love. Nice. Um, so they're working really hard to capture the history of the city and really cherish that character that everybody loves here. Nice. Um, 
I know uh, during one of the events right before the holidays that I attended, it, it's funny, um, in the same conversation that had been had um, with regards to some of the redevelopment of some of the historic properties, uh, the the Wawa was announced. Mm -hmm. and I, I think the applause for the Wawa was, was <laughs> as big as, as any that was announced that day. So. Um, the uh, I know there are some very very happy Wawa coffee fans in in the city of Portsmouth today. So you know I don't know if it's the coffee or the hoagies, but <laughs> by the way, this is not a paid advertisement. Um, <laughs> exactly. But, um, that it's going to be it's going to be quite a large Wawa, and they they did some incredible research and public outreach to make it fit the design of it fit into the city because it is kind of on the outskirts of Old Town. Okay. Um, so the developer there did some incredible outreach. Um, but again, that just speaks to the passion of the city, of yeah. wanting it to not just work, but work for the city. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there's some really big things happening and it's only going to continue. That's great. Yeah, that I was talking about the, the, the word passion. The other, the other word that has come up a lot when I've talked to you, when I've talked to your entire team, um, is strategic, mm -hmm. is, is knowing that there are some limitations um, that quite honestly are very unique to the city of Portsmouth, especially when you talk about the developable land, the taxable land, um, is being strategic with what's being done. Mm -hmm. um, that just because someone wants to do it doesn't mean it's 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 the right thing for the city of Portsmouth. Knowing some of the challenges that you face, right, and and being very strategic about that. So, um, well, that's wonderful. Well, um, again, I I look forward to to seeing what's going to be coming down the pipe in in twenty twenty. Um, and maybe we can get back together in, in a few months and, and kind of see what, what's been thrown out there for some of the announcements. So Absolutely. congratulations to you. Congratulations to uh, Robert and the entire team. Um, thank you for, for being on my inaugural episode of, of Take Talks. Um, and, uh, and just thank you again for all you do for our community. Thank you, and thank you for the support of Portsmouth and of the 757. I can't Absolutely. wait to be back on when we can talk numbers in May or June. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you all for listening to Take Talks Business. Um, and uh, you can find us on Spotify, and I'll make future announcements for some of the locations you can find us as the year goes along. Uh, thank you again, and uh, Happy New Year. <laughs>